actually anything could happen right now because we have Brenda Jessup in the studio, one of uh, Wellington's more notorious business o- owners. <laughs> I'm going I'm going off script here. But um, yeah, it's, it's quite a momentous occasion as after 28 years, um, one of Wellington's cafe forerunners and institutions, the Ministry of Food, must now move out of its lifetime home in Bowen Street. Yes, that that cruisy little spot next to Parliament that, you know, I'm sure there's a few tales the there. Yeah, round the, well, <laughs> round the back of Parliament. Um, but this space is up for development. So Brenda Jessup is here in the studio with us to reflect on the end of this area, era and the changes that we've seen in the Wellington business and cafes, cafe scene over the time. And, you know, we're going to have a chat about, you know, just being a local Wellington business, and that's really important. So congratulations, Thank Brenda, you. and welcome to B-Side Stories on Thank Access you. Radio. It's an honour. Yeah, it's, it's certain. No, it's mine. The honour is mine. So so, um, Brenda, that, that's a big what of your life, 28 years mm. in one space. Yeah, possibly yeah. more than half. So yeah, yeah, yeah don't, <laughs> don't do the maths out there, people. So how old were you when you actually, when you and Tony, so don't Tony's your, yeah, 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 no, yeah, stop, move on, move on, listeners. Um, so your partner, Tony, how old were you when you opened the uh, cafe? Um, 24. Wow, that's yeah. pretty young. So, so what drove you at that age to want to open your own business in Wellington? Uh, we, we, Tony and I had a window cleaning business, not that I ever cleaned any windows, <laughs> but um, I was part of the business. And I think, yeah, there was always this sort of desire to cook and be kind of, yeah, I'd worked in restaurants before I had my kids and worked in them a little bit after I had my kids and just wanted to have our own business. It just you didn't didn't really analyse it. We just went out and did it. Right, right. And I, and you know, I think that was the time when when you could. Was there a choice for that location? Or I think no, I think the location found us. I think you you could safely say we we looked at a few places and then someone told us about this disused kitchen. Right. Which I just met a, a customer tonight who remembers it when it when it was the civil service cafeteria. Wow, in the, the 1960s. civil service cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, and she remembers it. Where, and I think something happened. The chef ran off with all the money one day, and it sort of finally sort of <laughs> there, was some, there was some giant scandal. Oh my god! So, so it was all disused except for the tea ladies that, that came had the trolleys with the ginger nuts and the big teapots, and they came down and filled up all the the, the cups and saucers and hot tea and coffee. Then they take them up all to the, onto all the levels and give everyone their morning tea. Oh my goodness! And their afternoon tea. That's really painted a, a big, big picture <laughs> in my mind. Yes. So, so that service stopped or, or changed? Well, yeah, we shared the kitchen with them initially, oh, and they they come in and use this. There was an incredible old dishwasher that was as long as this room. It was such an amazing piece of equipment, and um, we shared that and and. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was kind of interesting, and that went on for a couple of years, and then they that sort of finally they stopped the right. morning tea and coffee service, and I mean we didn't people didn't come into the cafe; they just came in at lunchtime. They didn't really come. People didn't go out for morning teas like it was brought right. to them, I guess, by tea ladies, and and uh, and then I, and then I can't remember downstairs doing much, at the, maybe a little bit of a rush in the morning, but lunchtime yeah. we, we did lunch. Right, right. So that yeah. that was the big thing. Yeah. So when did the 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 co- so I mean just at that time. 
what was going on? Can you paint a picture of what now that we're around Wellington? Yeah, what what did Wellington um, look like? Well, the, the 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 licensing laws hadn't changed, so they changed. Not long after we opened, so we were one of the first people to get a license, which we so thought you, was amazing. So you could buy a glass. <laughs> we could sell wine. <laughs> and Radio New Zealand, some of the uh, earlier broadcasters would come and have have wine after work, yeah, because they'd started very early. Um, wow. And then Midnight Espresso opened not right. long after us, and we used to go there and drink special coffee. Yes, yes. Where my brother met his. Still, his wife. We've got three kids now. Wow, <laughs> there were some wild times there, um, and <laughs> yeah. So, and we, but we worked hard. We had kids. We had, yeah. we'd. Um, I think we still had the bit of window cleaning going on. We we just built the business up. It was very modest for a long time. Then the catering started to grow out of it, and we did a lot of catering, which we right. still do. And it, and then we had to move out of that site, a downstairs kitchen, because they had to do asbestos removal. So then we got this, the cafe upstairs, but we kept the old kitchen downstairs. Right. And so that's what you're operating is? Yeah, we saw you have the downstairs still... kitchen is where the scones are made. And, right, the scones. And, and the moffas is there. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the... So the scene around Wellington, sort of, yeah, all the Cuba Street didn't have a... No, well, there it's, was cool, it's coolness, really. Yeah, no, no. no. And, then, you know, the places like Brasserie flipped open and all these... Yeah. I remember going to um, Paradiso, which was an yes, that, that was, was an that awesome was, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So we used to. I mean, we'd go out when we could with the kids, and you know, uh, city limits. We used to like going there. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you've seen Wellington really change and manage to stay. You've been well, in business that whole time as this whole almost what Wellington's known for now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. People didn't know we existed for probably about seven years. They were like, ministry? Ministry food? Or, right, they, are you? They didn't, are you? Get, they didn't get that. <laughs> no. They'd ring up and ask, how do you, we want to export possum. What do we <laughs> <laughs> Those are stupid questions. But it, I think because we were in the area that was just civil service, uh, Monday to Friday, regular clientele. We didn't need to be cool. We just did a good job. Right, we right, just, nice, like, nice. Yeah. But you've still been an institution for so many people in Wellington. Yeah. And, and you know, who who are the types of customers or they, they could have... Would they have been like family over time? Oh, yeah. A, yeah. a lot of them are amazing. And that's why we bought the... What it was the old Atlanta, which is going to be the new ministry. Well, it is the the, the small moth we call it, the or the new moth, um, <laughs> little on, moth, yeah, little moth, little moth on on the terrace. And so a lot of our customers have moved up the terrace, right. so they're now going up there. So we've still got our kind of yeah, you've, our core, our mates. You've and, still yeah. got somewhere to be. Yeah. But what about? I guess there, there must have been some amazing. Have you got any a funny story over um, time? We had a few. That, I remember um, Ruth Richardson coming in in the downstairs kitchen and someone said, when you chop onions, you wrap glad wrap around your head and around your face. And I remember her walking past asking where the bathrooms were. And I was like, oh, oh that way. Um, David Longy used to come in after he'd resigned and uh, he loved our taro balls. We, we had a, an amazing Malaysian, sort of Chinese-Malaysian chef, and he made these incredible taro balls that had beef ragu in the middle and... They were kind of very Singaporean-style food, and David Longy would come in and have that very fattening. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, lot, yeah lots of MPs used to come in. Um, oh, and the, I mean, uh, um, in recent times, oh, there's so many memories. Mm, <laughs> I'm sure. 
Um, <laughs> now it's a, it is just it is business. Yeah, most of them have left now. It's all quiet now. So we'll have a big party in a few weeks and, yeah. Take it from there. Yeah. So so you've kind of grown up with your family there as well, really. I mean, to have yeah. a business that's also not, not so nine to five, or it can be. Yeah. How, how's that had an impact on your, on your world? Yeah, like when we opened, Mum made the sandwiches the first day and they were all, you know, lots of her recipes. Um, Dad's always coming in and he... Collect, you know, used to collect the compost yeah. and oh, so you were composting right from the start. Yeah, <laughs> um, he brings us herbs. He, he grows all our herbs. Yeah, um, the kids have got some hilarious memories. Otis just sent me a message. He remembers um, like dropping eggs down the stairwell. Having <laughs> <laughs> guinea pigs in the storeroom. <laughs> Did you know about this? Don't no. remember the guinea pigs. <laughs> Throwing chef-aid onto the ceiling. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so they, you know, it was kind of their stomping ground mm. when they were school age. Mm. And then they both worked there. And right. then so many nieces and nephews and kids' friends and nieces and nephews' friends. And, and then, you know, lots of, because I know lots of people in Wanaka, like their friends, their kids come and work. It's a bit of a training ground for kids. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so while we're on the work front, you you also mentioned that um, you hadn't yourself had a job for <laughs> six months prior to opening. For, for more than six months. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you managed to hold on to make a business work for <laughs> twenty eight years, and you're still going. But you know, just having this change, that's amazing. And, and I guess that talks a lot to young people in employment and, and what they can do. So with that in mind, how do you embrace young people when they come to work for Ministry of Food? Um, we, we're kind of, you've got to make people feel comfortable and welcome, uh, give them a good idea of what's expected of them. And, mm. um, and, and they kind of have an aptitude for it or not. Yeah. Uh, they... You know, they like to learn technical skills. They like, they like to learn how to be a good barista. Uh, yeah. they, they, but you know, you've still got to have that that rapport with customers, mm. and um, you've got to look after them. You've got to give, show them show them the way. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and people have varying sort of. I think if they if they've got got a good basis in hospitality, it's definitely a good foundation for any career you go into because yeah. you're. You've learned how to relate to people. There's a lot of common sense. There's a, a lot of uh, aspects to, to, to the day-to-day of, of hospitality. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, and they're kind of, they're kind of going to go for it or, or not. Mm. And, and um, so, yeah, I mean, it makes you feel quite proud when mm. a lot of them do go on and become quite successful. Yeah. So how many do you think that you've had through, you know, I know this is a tricky question for you. Well, I looked at Ace Payrolls a while ago and I just read through this never-ending list and I couldn't remember. <laughs> I mean, some people right. might have been there two weeks, but some people have been there for years. But it's it probably would be over a 1,000 people who you've sort of put through yeah. the system. Um, but there's a lot of people over the years who you remember as having very close working relationships with. And, I mean, someone... Um, she worked for us. She just started. She'd only ever worked in a. She'd only know she had a job, and she'd. I just thought she was great, and she was a big key part of the business for a long time. And she's yeah. married and got kids now. And she just said to me the other day, "You changed my life." It was amazing. Yeah, but she, you know, she. I always think that you. I might be providing a great work environment and a great bunch of people, but you still have to step up. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. It's certainly, certainly a two-way thing. Do you, so do you feel that maybe, you know, there's been some contribution too to the Wellington Hospo scene through Ministry of Food and the team? I don't know, apparently people through? say it's good to have on your CV, so that's nice. Good. I mean. <laughs> I'm, sure you're being a, I'm sure you're being a bit humble at this stage, <laughs> Brenda. So what about... Um, just just talking a little bit about the cafe scene and and the cafe culture like just looking back what what how, how does how do you talk to that yourself like what is that yeah it kind of it is funny seeing things like sustainability which obviously is very very important to me but that suddenly it's somehow oh look you can make compost <laughs> like yeah. oh i can grow plants it's, yeah yeah that's sort of like that is actually yeah. what we have always done and um, and I bet you never got the trumpet out about that. <laughs> no, no. And it, so that that's a, that's a, um, a given to me. I mean, my dream would be to have a restaurant with its own gardens, and you had chickens and composting, and like that is just kind of like an extension of your home. And, yeah, and that's um, that's it'd be amazing to do that in the city. It can be done, but it's you know we're not quite there yet. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I suppose it's good that people understand that because I grew up gardening. My dad taught me how to garden, and, I, and my mum taught me how to cook. So those are very much natural things to me. Mm. Uh, whereas a lot of people don't know how to cook or garden, which is quite sad. But that's you know, they can learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's a good <laughs> thing yeah, about it, with, isn't it? Start with herbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm still struggling with the herbs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to cook? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, it's not new. It's it's not new, but I guess that uh, the world has lost its way with cooking a lot. Mm, mm. And and they are skills that, that kind of are passed on through, mm. you know, one generation to the next. And so it's good to see a real revival and in, in interest in food. Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally on, on many levels. What about for you, like what is, just coming to this end of the near and we'll just start talking about your new place as well, but what is one of, what are the, one of the things you're really proud of? Uh, Not the I think I, I think it is when you're talking about staff and about what people have gone on to do and the relationships that nice. I've had and that you still have that, that kind of bond with people mm. and that that um, respect and that I've you know it, you, it is two way like you learn a lot off. Mm. I mean I might have you might have employed someone with no experience or you might have employed for someone with a lot of experience and you know then I'll learn off them or mm. the, the, that whole cycle of of sharing and learning and it's you know I mean we've had a lot of people who've had a lot lot to do with our business and and to maintain those good relationships is is great and. Um, yeah, because I think like if you don't have if you don't have happy staff, you're not going to have happy customers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But I think uh, it sounds like you always provided a bit of a fun place <laughs> for them to bounce from. So, what about what is the one thing that you might take with you to to your in your new part of Ministry of Food um, story? Well, I, we definitely want to take that vibe of Bowen Street up to the terrace, and we're getting there. It's, it was, it's been a struggle because yeah. two businesses is quite different than one, and I've had to really skill up business my business books. I've had to really start studying and get a lot more of a handle on on all the aspects, not just the bits that you like. Yeah, and we're getting that vibe and that buzz and that really warm, friendly, home away from home feeling. And um, so, I, I, if we can just keep that vibe going, that really welcoming. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Friday nights in Bowen Street, the 
the old um, the customers if they they'll get on the Spotify and they'll start playing their own music and you know the <laughs> nice. only trusted ones <laughs> Owen he's awesome but uh, you sort of have this really like I want it to so they feel like it's their place I mean yeah. that's quite important it should feel like you know you've got I mean obviously you've got to over, maintain the the standard and set the scene mm. but then it's you've got to really sort of give it back to the customers. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, so everyone, don't take your own Spotify playlists <laughs> up to new new little moth on the terrace. And Brenda, what about what do you think? You know, having a business in Wellington for all these years, what do you think is the the essence of that for you? You might the have essence of it. yeah. Uh, I think Wellington. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's. A public servant town. It's got yeah. a lot of creativity at the same time. Mm. It's quite condensed. Uh, we've been at the business end of town, yeah. So it's definitely quite a different vibe. You know, and tourism is really growing here. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of don't. Yeah, I don't have that Cuba. We don't have that mm. Cuba Street kind of feel up there at all. Mm. But I think this. Uh, yeah, there's an expectation of a damn good coffee. And yeah, there's yeah. an expectation, and and uh, yeah, they won't take anything less really. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now Sunday, Saturday, Saturday you've yes. got a um, a bit of a party or a market. Yeah, market day we're calling it. Right, and, and um, I just sort of kind of was thinking today. A lot of people don't go to that end of town during the week, so we're open on Saturday, so Great. that gives, gives people a chance. Yeah. Um, and we've got um, we're going to sell do a fundraiser for one of our amazing yeah. staff, Paris Quinn, whose family feed the homeless on Thursdays. And so we're doing a fundraiser for them. Um, they've great. been such a great bunch of people. Yeah. And and then and then a lot of other uh, people are coming along, setting up stalls, and um, so it's going to be. It's just going to turn out how it turns out. Right. And your favourite. <laughs> and the main reason is the bouncy castle. <laughs> you really so you really wanted that bouncy castle. Well, we put it up once a while ago, and it it fitted in the cafe, so it'll be inside and. As he blew it up and the turrets went up, it hit the ceiling panels and just popped them all out perfectly. <laughs> and it was just the, just the right fit. And and it was hilarious with the kids. It's hilarious. It sounds good. And when is when is the last day at Bowen Street, Brenda? We um the twenty eighth. Okay. Yeah. Great. So Wellingtonians of October. Of yeah. October. 20, okay. 28th of October. So we've got another few weeks to but we've got to move our catering kitchen out, so we've got a really amazing new catering kitchen down on the waterfront. Great. I just went to it, it's beautiful. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So that's feeling okay, Brenda? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be big. I was especially walking outside on a gorgeous Wellington evening and yeah. sitting there and looking at the harbour. It doesn't get any better. There you go. Well you, you know, I think that maybe moving from Bowen Street, you know, to yeah. to the to the waterfront. Uh, it's good it's luck. definitely an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, good on you. But um, maybe, yeah, just thanks for being there down Thank at you, that Laurie. end of town. And I yeah. think, you know, really bringing that, that Wellingtonism to yeah. life yeah. down there, you know, that's yeah. an amazing thing. Yeah, we've thing definitely that, been the, the area where they can get away, I think get away from that stress and strain of Parliament mm. and that really um, fractious, you know, that, that sort of stre- highly stressed um, tension of, of politics and the Ministry of Food is like, it's neutral and yeah, it's been, yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do without us, but yeah. 